Fabulous. With your hosts, lifelong friends, Stephanie Hogan and Kevin Loftus. This is our podcast where we talk about pop culture, true crime, life, and whatever we want. Everything is alleged. We will not be accepting cease and desist at this time. business in the whatsapp chat and now everything yeah. all the good stuff is saved for this i'm really excited for what we have going on today and i'm even more excited because we think we have a name for the podcast and with a name that means we can actually start posting it so yeah we can get this out, out there i don't know how far out there it's gonna go but <laughs> we're excited we are I mean, excited we're not we're not sitting down and doing this for the good of our health not for the good of our health like <laughs> not for come good on of our you guys health. Honey, honey. honey, let's get into the topics. Let's okay, so our first topic, Enoch Burke finally yeah. got fired from his job as a teacher. Um, Crazy Burke. Maybe we should give a bit of a backstory here for the peeps, you know? This family is very litigious, so I'm going to be saying allegedly every second, left, right, and center, because... These guys will come for us, literally will come for us. And not that anyone's listening to us, but if they have any um, ability to come for us, they're going to come for us. Yeah, um, but I just want to say, like, I don't hate Christian people. And the reason <laughs> I'm making that point already is because basically the Burke family are radical Christians, whatever you want to call them. Like, they're like super Christian and like litigious about it. Mm-hmm. But I've been... This is like my semi-related note. I've been watching old Real Housewives of Orange County. I'm obsessed with it. I'm a big like Tamra Judge fan, but I never really watched old stuff. And I'm on season seven and there's this girl, Alexis Polino, who's like a hardcore Christian, but she's a really sweet girl and they really do her wrong in season seven. So I just wanted to give it a little shout out to Alexis. Did you watch that season? No, I haven't. Should I? You should. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's actually really entertaining. It's really entertaining. But like, it's kind of like, it's good, like background TV as well. That's kind of what I've been doing with it. But just wanted to shout out to my girl, Alexis, who was really hard done by, I feel. Um, Because all the girls that ganged up on her really hard for no reason. And just because she's a Christian and she's a bit odd, like doesn't mean that you should gang up on her so hard. But I just (laughs) wanted to put that out there because whatever. But anyway, so the Burke family, right? There's there's, this, let's just get into it. The Burke family are this Irish family from Castlebar, County Mayo, known for their conservative religious activism and involvement in high-profile legal cases and protests in Ireland. They are evangelical Christians, and the parents are Martina and Sean, and they have 10 children, each with biblical names. Hopefully I'll pronounce these right. Amy, Elijah, Enoch, Esther, Isaac, Jemima, Josiah, Karen, Keziah, and Simeon. Um, a frequent subject of their protests is the LGBT community in Ireland. I know. So if anyone's not listening from Ireland, like Ireland has this like Christian background, but more Catholic than evangelical. Um, but like these days people are obviously like anywhere, there's a wide variety of thought, but like things have moved on a lot. And I feel like the Burks 
seem like they're just trying to like drag us into like what's that thing in the handmaid's tale gideon gideon gilead gilead gideon Gideon sounds like one of the children gilead yeah yeah i just i just think they're actually there needs to be can we get Louis Thoreau to follow them around in a documentary? Because I think this is where it's going, you know? The 10 most hated families in the USA, like, they it's are insane. one of the most, like, I'm not going to say they're hated. I don't know them. I, ha- I hate to use the word hated, and yeah. I don't, I hate to say that I hate anybody. Well, they're very you know? controversial. Yeah. But they also have a lot of support, because I've been following this case, I'm sure you have, and I look on Twitter, what's going on. Obviously, there's a lot of people like us who were like what the hell are they doing but there's also a lot of people being like good man Enoch like stand up for what you believe in isn't that a man with principles Ireland is is going to the dogs like a lot of that yeah but are are these people the same demographic 40 to 60 retired possibly you know there's a few younger ones I mean most of these accounts don't really have profile information but there I have seen a few younger ones but yeah I'm hopefully that the majority are like that but anyway I mean this family but they opposed um, a gay mural in 2015 really publicly um they challenged NUIG a college in Galway on religious discrimination one of the girls worked at Arthur Cox and had an unlawful dismissal case with them. There's yeah. something about one of the brothers having PhD delay action. Some woman died named Sally Maz, God bless her. Um, and they kind of like allegedly created a conspiracy theory about that. Like it's just, it's never ending. And I just think like, they're just not happy. They were all homeschooled by the mother. And I think they're mm-hmm. just not happy that the world is not how they believe it should be yeah like they needed to get their drama they need their drama from somewhere now but wait I didn't know someone some woman dies and what's the conspiracy I think it was to do with their opposition to COVID-19 restrictions I think they were part of that crowd oh okay okay of course they were yeah of course they were actually yeah okay that makes sense yeah one of the boys names is Enoch Enoch was a secondary school teacher in a school in Westmeath called Wilson's Hospital School. And in June, 2022, or around June, one of the students was transitioning and told um, their parents asked the school to refer to this student who hasn't been named publicly, obviously, because they're a minor, by a new name and by they, them pronouns. And subsequently the principal sent an email to all staff being like, hey, listen, this is the situation, please, as going forward, this student will be known as whatever the new name is and they, them pronouns. And that's where everything kicked off. Enoch did not have this student in any of his classes. But so he st- never had the student yet. He just kicked up a fuss. He just kicked up a fuss. Like if you're, if you're really uncomfortable with that or whatever, just stay out of it. It's actually not your life. Like if you want to identify as like a really traditional Christian man and you're not really supportive of that, like what does it actually have to do with you? Like, just live, go live your life, let them live their lives. And even if you're going to yeah. ignore the request a little bit, mm. fine, whatever. But like, he's trying to impose his beliefs on everyone. And I think that's what, where the problem came out. Yeah, he's shoving down people's throats all right. And they just love, a, they love a poster and a picket, don't they? They fucking love a poster and a picket. Yeah, so yeah. basically, 
after this email went around, um, there was a like a school church service attended by staff, clergy, pupils, parents, and board members. Enoch Burke interrupted the proceedings by voicing his objections to addressing the students as they and objected to the school acknowledging the students' transition. He also objected to transgender identity more broadly. So he's just like a little preacher man, basically. So fine. And then they have some kind of dinner and Burke pursues the principal repeatedly questioning her on the issue, allegedly berating her. Um, the, te- the principal tells him, I'll talk to you about this on another time. And she goes to walk away and he follows her and keeps going, which is like a little bit of a habit with this family. Um, yeah. As a result of this behavior, he was suspended pending a disciplinary review with full pay. And basically, after his suspension, he continued coming to school. Like you got suspended from school and he kept showing up at school. So the school then had to seek an interim injunction to stop him from attending the premises. So that's where this all started. Yeah. And wasn't he literally just sitting in a classroom and staying there for the whole day? I think so. Yeah, he wasn't doing anything. He just like thinks he's the second coming of Jesus Christ, it seems like. And I'm sorry you're not. And like, where are like, where, where are like the Christians that are just like, be kind to people? Even if you think it's a sin or it's an abomination, be kind, forgive everyone, like forgive all sin, like let judge, let God be the judge. Like, well, how are you to make, to be the judge of everyone? I know, I know. Now, and they're obviously practicing Christians. Where are the other Christians in their community and their friends? Why aren't they turning around and saying, you know what, guys, this is not very Christian of you? I mean, I don't think there's any talking to them, but like... No, there's definitely no talking to them, but I just feel like... But I would... This is a good idea. Like, I would love to hear from Christians who are like strong in their faith and are like, we're strong in our faith and we don't necessarily agree with this, but like, it's not up to us to decide. Like, I think because he keeps saying... He goes on to make essentially he keeps going back to the school. He breaches, he get they get the injunction to stop him from going to the school. He keeps going back on September. In September comes around, he just keeps going back. And um, they get a further court order saying that he'll be jailed if he keeps going back. And he gets this order saying he's gonna you're gonna go to jail if you keep going back to the school. At this point, you're like you're causing disruption to all these students. That's like that's yeah. borderline harassment. It could be yeah. perceived as allegedly um but he keeps going and he actually gets arrested and actually put in jail because he refuses to say to the court i won't go back to the school he refuses to do that so now he's literally in jail and now this becomes a big story in ireland and i think it was picked up pretty internationally as well mostly by far-right press because they're able to use it to say that he was jailed for his views on transgender kids which is not what happened because he could totally object to it. He could have objected to it in a respectful way, but Enoch, like you actually don't even know the kid. You're not a parent. It's not yeah. your fucking kid. Let the kid yeah. live its life. Exactly. And also don't harass the principal when, you know, someone has a different view. Don't follow them out and yeah. demand you get your way. Yeah. I mean, that's what he was. That's what he was ultimately punished for. Mm-hmm. and there's all this at this point like him and his family start like you know going like they're standing outside the courtroom preaching they're preaching inside the courtroom there's panic in the courtroom like they're shouting at the judge they're just saying like um 
Burke says he would rather stay in prison, quote, every hour of every day for the next 100 years than comply. He also said that being transgender con- contradicts scripture and would only, he, Enoch will only obey God and not obey man. It's like, okay, hon. I don't know what, why, why it like um, gets at you so much that like somebody else will make a different choice of their life. You know what I mean? Especially if you're physically not having to, to use the word they, them. Yeah. And like, to be honest, if he was like, really, if he was like, obviously I think for me, it's just like, if someone says I want to be they, them, or I want to be he, she, or whatever, I want to be pineapple and, and orange. Like I would just do my best to respect their wishes, regardless of what I think about it. So I don't really understand that in general, but like, if he was like, no, I respectfully declined to do that. We never would have ended up in this position. So, you know what I mean? But they wanted this. They wanted the drama. They wanted the tabloids, the press. I know. No, they wanted the- their moment. They seem to really love going towards the court, don't they? And they love it. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to go their way. In December, ju- the judge actually decides to let him out, even though he was given like every two weeks is coming along. And he's going back in front of the court and the judge is saying, do you agree not to go back to the school? And he says, no, I can't with good conscience agree not to go back to the school. So he goes back to jail. So they won't let him out of jail. But then that this goes on for three months or four months. Then December comes around and the judge just suddenly decides, which I thought this was a bit of a mistake, but whatever. He decides to let him out. And he says, the judge says it was difficult to avoid the conclusion that Mr. Burke was exploiting his imprisonment for his own ends. And the only plausible interpretation of his actions is that he sees some advantage in his continuing imprisonment. Otherwise, he would have either avoided his jailing or taken an opportunity to bring it to the end. So essentially, he's saying like he's taking advantage of the press and publicity he's getting now for being in jail. Um, and I'm just not participating in this anymore. But I don't know. It's it's a hard one, but I don't know if that was the right thing to do, because essentially 5th of January comes around, school comes back and yeah. Enoch Burke is back to apparently harassing everybody in the school, harassing kids allegedly because he goes back to school, causing massive disruption. And I think stands in a corridor all fucking all day. His dad drops him in, his dad picks him up and he's just there for days, like just standing there and causing absolute drama. Oh my God, that's so unnecessary. So Why is this chat dropping him and picking him up? Can this chap not even drive? I don't know. I love that part. The school's like, okay, great. Well, we're ready to go ahead with our disciplinary meeting because if you don't know, like yes. firing anyone in like a public sector in Ireland, I think is a very, very difficult thing to do. It's like yeah. you have to have 25 steps, like verbal warnings, written written warnings, like a whole committee. It's not like you know, in America where you're like, at, most jobs are at will. So they can say to you tomorrow, like, Hey, Kevin, we actually don't want you to come back very best of luck. Goodbye. And you're just done. So they had to like do everything by the book. So they had planned their disciplinary meeting with the board for the certain date where they would decide whether he's going to be brought back or punished in some other way other than dismissal or dismissed. And Enoch, Enoch sues for an injunction to stop that going ahead. And I don't really remember what his reasoning was probably had no reason. I think he was trying to do, a, he was trying to do some appeal. I don't know. He's doing the complicated legal stuff. Basically he's trying to cause drama and the school is like, no. And they, they sue for injunction to take all of his possessions and belongings, which is also wild or something, but they're just at this point, they're just trying to get him to stop going to school. 
wait, so all of his possession and belongings, as in like his stuff from school or just in general? I think in general, like his assets. Oh. Because he's because he's wow. he's not obeying the court order to not to not go to school and they yeah. obviously going to jail didn't work. So they're just trying whatever legal remedies I think that they can. But like, I don't, I mean, that wouldn't have worked. And I don't think it would have been in their favor in terms of court of public opinion if they had actually taken all of his stuff. But anyway, it didn't go to that because essentially the court dismissed Enoch's injunction because they were like, Han, you're not obeying the injunction against you. Enoch says the injunction against him was unconstitutional. And the court was like, listen, love, it's actually not up for you to decide. So if you had been obeying our injunction, we may have granted you your injunction, but because you haven't, yeah yourself basically so the board met for the disciplinary meeting at the Mullingar hotel and it was absolute chaos did you see all the clips I did I saw it they were just roaring roaring and like toddlers just the four of them I think like his brother his mother his sister himself yeah half the family shows up there's just a lot of video online of like the members of the board, the principal, whoever, trying to get into the room, in the room, outside the room. Yeah. And the family are like running up behind them, screaming at them, like, where is John, whoever, John? Yeah. We should get his name, but the chairperson of the board, they're like, <laughs> where is John Murphy or whatever his name is? Yeah. Like repeating it. Over and over again. Yeah. And just going absolutely wild to the point where. <laughs> Guard, I don't know what happened. Like guards had to come. Everything was dramatic. And like they, they, they said they couldn't really properly get their decision made because of all the chaos. And they said they were going to have to meet again. But the yeah. next day, Enoch goes back to school or whatever. And they actually, the chairperson of the board, accompanied by a couple other people, I don't know whether it was the principal or whoever else, actually go up to Enoch and hand him his like letter of dismissal and say, you're dismissed, bitch, get out. Yes. So I think I actually read that because they really his brother released a statement then on behalf of him. And yeah. it was basically that he was dismissed. I will say, as much as they're using this as a media thing, they're not they're not actually taking full advantage. Like if I was on their side and I wanted to like push this point of view, I like you could write a statement that tugs at the heartstrings a little bit more. Um, like they're yeah. messy. Like when they bring in scripture, when you bring in scripture, like you've just lost the vast majority of people. You're getting really messy. But I mean, it's not, <laughs> this is not the end of it. Like, that's going to be appealed. This, yeah. yeah this, but I mean, I've absolutely adored following this. And I just want to read out some of the best tweets. Katie at Miss Katie Bell. What I enjoy about the Enoch Burke debacle is pupils found him obnoxious and boys would hold hands to wind him up. So to these kids, his homophobia was worthy of derision homosexuality wasn't worthy of derision we've come a long way baby since the 90s at least i love that can you just imagine the lads i know the boys inside first second third fourth fifth year sixth year absolutely just taking the piss out of him 100 percent. i love that even mccall enoch burke would love you to believe he was dismissed over pronouns he was dismissed over his failure to adhere to the disciplinary following behavior towards the principal at a school function by now berkey by now, Berkey. <laughs> Ruth Coppinger. Enoch Burke was sacked for his behavior, not his beliefs. Calling a student by their chosen name is a pretty basic requirement for a teacher, but he didn't even teach the student, just chose to make an issue of it for his own cause. 
Eleanor, Eleanor X. I hope that the child that Enoch Burke refused to address by their preferred pronouns is surrounded by support and feels closure and peace after the chaos over the last few months. It's a relief to see bigotry doesn't win. Yes. Epic Kira, what I'm learning from Enoch Burke is that there are actually very little consequences for adults who have no reason to be hanging about in secondary schools, hanging about in secondary schools. Something I find much more concerning than pronouns. Actually, yes. Wow. And two gas, two spirits. I want my favorite podcasters to find out about the Enoch Burke shite so I can hear people slag him in an array of different accents. And two gas, two spirits. Listen to our pod. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Nisi O'Keefe, you arrive for a blind date and it's Enoch Burke with his entire family. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Let's jump to the absolute chaos. That is the new Facebook group I joined. So yeah, basically, so I joined. Obviously, I'm not living in London, so it has nothing to do with me. But are we dating the same guy? London edition. And it's basically where various girls are posting their bays, their boyfriends, their boyfriends of years and asking for tea and any red flags. And um, it's You just been... know it's going to be a disaster, like... <laughs> You just know it's going to be an absolute disaster, but it is highly entertaining. But in a sad way, these girls are absolutely stunning. And I just, I, it just kind of shocks me that these girls would be that insecure, but that's obviously what's happening out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, don't I know how firsthand um, experience and all that drama, but basically I just want to read a couple of the chaotic posts. Okay. So this first one. Group member, anonymous. Ladies, be careful of this guy from Cricklewood, six foot eight, called James. Invited him for a drink and socials, explaining it was not a sexual encounter, as we were still early days and I couldn't leave to meet as had contractors in. Okay, that's chaotic in itself. <laughs> like, get rid of your builders, honey, and then go about your life. Okay, go out for a drink, you know? Anyway, he arrived and within, within seconds was all over me, making me uncomfortable with the contractor in the house. I managed to stop him touching my leg whilst I was trying to send an important text in regards to a friend's recent passing. <laughs> I don't know if this, how can this be is real? Is this real? Yeah. This is real. This, I think it's real because they've attached various photos, which I'm obviously not going to, for GDPR, I'm not going to share. That's when he started calling me auntie and became aggressive, trying to use reverse psychology, saying he should leave. I responded, I think that's best, due to feeling uncomfortable. Due to. (laughs) Due to feeling uncomfortable, to which he then tried to, this is so awful, but punch me in the face. Sorry, I actually can't, we're going to have to delete that bit. I can't. I can't be laughing at a girl being punched in the face. But it's the way she writes it. This is comical. It's her writing style. Like she needs to write a book. And it's all capital letters to go out to be more absolutely chaotic. Okay. That's when he started calling me auntie and became aggressive, trying to use reverse psychology thing to be. I'm sorry, this is chaotic. I don't know if I can do this. It's literally chaotic. So chaotic. Okay. Something told me that 
was his next move. Okay, so yeah. So basically, due to feeling uncomfortable, uncomfortable, to which he then tried to punch me in the face. Something told me that <laughs> that was his next move, as I could see the anger in not wanting to have sex. So managed to dodge his fist. <laughs> Just in time. And quickly left the room to the hallway near the contractor at his tools as this guy is six foot eight and it could have gotten crazy. You could only imagine. I'm going to send you the photo of him later, Kevin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Luckily, he I left. After trying to set fire to my front room with a bottle from my bar in front room and a cigarette. However, the idiot didn't realize Aperol isn't a spirit. So it didn't ignite, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Honey, that is literature. That is truly some really powerful work. And I'm like chaotic. I kind of think she has she has to be joking because it's so funny. It's so well written. So funny. Another one. Hey, I wanted to make this post for us girls to see if any of us are talking to the same prisoner. What? All of a sudden, I've joined this thinking it would be funny that people are going to be talking about their red flags and boys they've met on Tinder that have ghosted them. And I'm, we're suddenly in this prison group chat. Like, the so I'm currently talking to someone in HMP Pentonville. He says his name is P, but not sure if he's being honest about his name. Anybody else? Yeah, hon, like his name isn't just P. His name is definitely not just P. Oh my god! I just honestly. Wait, were there com- are there comments on that? Like, what? Are pe- surely people are saying like Han, like maybe try not a prisoner. <laughs> oh, there was literally people being like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm talking to a prisoner, all right, but his name's not P." <laughs> and like the odd one would be like, "Mind yourself, girl. Listen to your gut." It's just funny because no matter what is posted a commenter is going to try and bring it back to themselves like it's brilliant they'll literally comment and they'll all they'll just want to give as much they will hang on to everything your one will literally be like anyone have any tea on this and someone will reply um have no tea but i had my tea earlier it was crumpets and biscuits oh or something with a side of peas and mash and then i call around to my nan and it's just like oh god hi girlies Hope you're okay. So I've been with my boyfriend for just over a year now. And I don't know, I've been getting a very weird gut feeling. I know he has a busy job, but too busy to even message just once a day. I think he's hiding something from me. I won't name names yet, but he's 25, five foot 11, dark hair, tattoos, runs a pub. Sound familiar to anyone? Dot, 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 question mark. Now I was clicking on these three comments so fast hoping, praying that at least this sounded familiar to one person in this group, but it, it didn't. But Lauren, Lauren Brown did have to get her two cents in. Lauren Brown writes, sounds like the bloke I've been dating. Different guy though, as he's five foot nine and has no tattoos and is a train driver. Okay, honey. I went on an investigation and found out he still lives with his baby mum. His name wasn't Sam, it was Mark. He swore blind he wasn't with his baby mum, but only co-parented. But none of his family knew they weren't together. 
always follow your gosh. The chaos of that. Absolute chaos. I actually kind of love her for that. I think a lot of people in that group need to follow their instincts a little bit. And like, if Barry, who runs the bar down the street, is only texting you once a day, like he obviously just doesn't give a crap about you. Absolutely, guys. Great to see you. Great to see you, Kev. I love the way our our backward uh, backgrounds kind of mesh into each other. Bye, guys. I'm off to watch Love Island. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. This has been Allegedly Fabulous with Kevin Loftus and Stephanie Hogan. Please give us a rating and review. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear your take. You can follow us at Allegedly Fabulous everywhere. That's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. On Twitter, we are at Allegedly Fab. And you can get me at Kevin T. Loftus, K-E-V-I-N-T-L-O-F-T-U-S. And Stephanie is at Steph Hogan. S-T-E-P-H-H-H-O-G-A-N. Thanks, Emil, and see you next time.